Episode 70 of the Bussing Balls Podcast. He's John, I'm Jeffrey. You can hit us up on Twitter at BussingBallsPod. Email us, BussingBallsPod at gmail.com. You listen to us through our native SoundCloud feed, soundcloud.com slash busting-balls or the PWOM Podcast Network, soundcloud.com slash only. And you can find us on Spotify, search Busting Balls Podcast. Today's topic, likely or unlikely 2022, John and Jeffrey ponder what might happen in the season to come, and you can play along at home too. John, what's happening, brother? In barely comprehensible turn of events, football done after, what are we here, 34, 56 years, appear to be coming home. As the Lionesses beat Germany after extra time, and oh my God, I tell you, you want to see Jeff's face right here, right now. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> uh, what? I ain't mad. <laughs> I mean, yes, I was hoping Germany would win it, but I ain't mad about it because I I, I don't have the, uh, the 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 innate hatred that I do for all the the England squad in in, in both <laughs> men's football and rugby. So uh, absolutely, congratulations to the Lionesses. Uh, England yeah. win their first ever Euro, and it's the women's team that does it. Um, you know, shout out to Germany, who I think had Alex Pop not gotten injured in warmups today. That might have been a different story. Absolutely, I, I, I thought Germany just lacked the cutting edge of there. Which England defended well, you can't uh, undeniably. But yeah, and I mean, uh, today was just such a hell of a day for England. You know, I had a couple of friends there as well. I think. Uh, Eddie Robson, who you know as well, and, uh, uh, and I've, Dave I've heard Robson, of him. You know yeah. Yep. Were they at uh, the game? Or were they with a, you? No, 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 no. I, I obviously haven't been at this. Uh, he was with his, uh, Dave was with his partner. Not sure who Eddie went with. I think he probably took one of his uh, sons in. But yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, you, the scene, the contrast to the Euro finals couple of years ago, you know, the, if it, for England, or was it last year? Sorry, still. Last um, year, yeah. Last year, man, it just seems such a long time. Yeah, it, it, the contrast between those scenes of, you know, people shoving flares up their ass in Trafalgar Square and, frankly, the... It, it, how should I put it? All, the, the, the almost... It, it is mayhem there, but a good kind of mayhem, you know? It, it's it's a beautiful sight to see, and I cannot begrudge the analysis one bit. They are a likable team, 
Sabrina Wiegmann, again, you say one of the international coaches, I think, in either game by a mark. And yeah, a, a team that had basically a, a, such a good mentality to it too, as well. well you know, sh- the, shout the, out to the, Beth Mead, the golden boot winner of Arsenal women. <laughs> that was always coming, wasn't it? It was, um, yeah. Um, Ella Toon's goal today, you know, uh, 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 Russo's goal on Wednesday, the back heel against Sweden. Oh, my God. It's it's a fun team to watch. Not, you know, that even when they, they lost it a little bit today, when they just resorted to kind of looking for the long ball, they still had this mentality to come back, which you haven't necessarily seen from England side in the past. So, yeah, and absolutely, and as Ian Wright has put it, it needs to just be a start. It's exactly the kind of boost that women's sport in this country needs, and particularly women's football. And you hope, I'd hope for a renaissance and get it on to maybe, you know, I, I don't, it'll be a long time before it's any sort of equal foot with the men's game, but let's get it as far as possible and let's have the ambition of getting it there. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm with, I'm with you. And you know what? Let, let's not, you know, dismiss the fact that the entire tournament was actually a great tournament. Oh, you know, the, hell the, 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 both both of the Euros in the last two years have been fantastic tournaments. This Correct. one was a great yeah. watch. Yeah, Germany, Sweden, France, absolutely magnificent teams to watch. Um, and yeah, and some of the goals, you know, the level of skill there is fast catching up to the men's game. If it's not already, you know, the women's game has less pace to it, so there's more room for the skill. So to a large extent... I'm finding it more entertaining than a hell of a lot of men's games, yeah. and, 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 and still, and, and still, I, I will note that the the one of the biggest differences I notice in watching the women's game is when when a player gets goes down. Most of the time, you don't see the you know, like you know, like uh, you know, the men's men will do. They'll make a meal out of it. Oh, yeah, did you yeah, not see Mary Earps in goal today? My God, yeah. <laughs> she was going down for everything, well, breaking the game. Yeah, but, but you, you know, know. Shout, that, shout that, out here, shout out to Jill Scott, part of the squad that lost the only previous final the England women had played in, and now she gets her medal today and played in that final. Yeah, good, beautiful good for story. Her. Good for her. Yeah, no, I mean, again, I can't be mad about England women uh, winning the euros because again i i don't i just don't have that sort of uh you know innate you know disliking of Eng- of england national teams that uh, you know for for the women's squad so yeah you know it just it, you you can't do it and again it's something that we're going to talk about in the main topic today too um yeah i hope this is a, a boost i mean a, you know uh, a uh, you know uh, the 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 women's super league in England has now in this country has a new TV deal on CBS Sports, so you know and 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 the Paramount Plus streaming service, so that's good. I think absolutely. Let's hope that it gets it goes big. Yeah, I absolutely. mean, well, again, I'll save the, I'll save this for the uh, for for the topic. Uh, something okay. I, I want to bring yeah. up. We'll save it for the main topic. Uh, but you know that's not all that happened this weekend. This weekend, also, uh, two of the preseason friendlies, quote unquote, that usually kick off trophy the season. Trophy-winning matches. Trophy-winning matches here. There's a trophy. <laughs> uh, you know the, the the main one being, of course, uh, Bayern Munich winning the DF Bay Super Cup over uh, the the Polkall winners, uh, RB Leipzig, four-one. 
boy. <laughs> Byron wow. kind of washed, uh, you know. Uh, hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I, again, there's something we're going to discuss in the main topic. But, uh, yeah, Byron still looked pretty imperious in, uh, in o o over there in Germany. Oh, yeah, certainly do. Um, was it four? And I thought it was four. I thought I saw four three as a score. Was it? It's five, five three, wasn't it? I think the final score. For what? The I've got Leipzig, Leipzig three, Bayern five. Oh my goodness! I saw four one. I thought that was the end. <laughs> yeah, they, they were they were four one up after seventy minutes. Oh my goodness! Um, wow, that was Leipzig five three. Holy! Four three. Well, you know, New scored injury time. To, well, yeah. So okay. So in fairness, I we're 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 coming back from our uh, summer break here, so I may be you know still kind of getting into the whole podcasting thing and you know preparation <laughs> thing. And, Professionals to a T, we are. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm I'm, so I'm having to get back into that mode. Uh, but before we talk more about what we did on our summer vacation, oh, and I'm not, oh, I, and, I, I, and I'm not just going to repeat the old Cheech and Chong bit about what I did on my summer vacation, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, some some minor thing happened at the King Power Stadium yesterday. Uh, oh yeah, the, the the Charity Shield, I think it's called Community Shield. The Community, Community Shield, Shield, yes. Okay, but yeah, I just um, I, I should say as well, the notable thing for Bayern, Sadio Mane scores in his debut, and I tell you what, there is a wonderful bit of shit house football going on in that in the DFA pop in the Super Cup yesterday. Is that right? Injury time, you know, player goes down injured. Leipzig, you know, put the ball out of play. Or should I say, they take it to the line and leave it. Bayern player goes to pick it up. Free kick because the whole of the ball did not go across the whole of the line. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there is a gif on Twitter here somewhere, but you need to see this if you can. Oh, my goodness. It was beautiful. Maybe Leipzig, maybe Leipzig is going to declare war on, uh, on Bayern here this year. But we'll yeah. talk about that in the main topic. Uh, yeah, so the Community Shield. Um, that was about as – even though I didn't get to watch the game live, I did see highlights. But from everything I've heard, that was like one of the most flat Manchester City performances in ages. Yeah. Um, I don't I, – it, it's a case of – I'm, I'm, I'm getting sort of the vibes from Harlan just on this one game. I know City are only, I think, through two or three games deep in their preseason, so they are behind Liverpool. Um, so that extra sharpness was there. But I, I didn't get the feeling that they've worked out quite how to fit Harland into their system yet. I'm getting the kind of, um, you know, uh, Torres for Spain, you know, between about 2008 2012. Um, Ibrahimovic when he was at front of Barcelona. I don't think they quite worked out how to put a you know that striker who feeds on on the early ball, the quick ball through, particularly when they had Grealish up, up front who was just slowing the game down and not sort of playing to Haaland's strengths at all. I think they there was a sign for them to get more effective when I think it was Alvarez who signed in January for them. Um, Alvarez came on and they looked a hell of a lot sharper at that point, but still. Let's not talk about Haaland and his incredibly funny miss at the end, which, <laughs> frankly, you haven't seen it. Do go. Oh, check I saw it. I, I, I did see. I told you. I watched the highlights. So, oh, yeah. You know. um, let, let's talk Darwin Nunez, the man in the Premier League this oh, year. Boy. He is going to tear it up, baby. 
fits the team like a glove, came on at, uh, at you know, 1-0. After the 1-0, won the penalty that put us ahead and then scored a winner with some absolutely gorgeous strikers movement as well. It's, yeah, it, it was... It was a good performance. I hesitate to say dominant from Liverpool because you never really dominate a side like Man City. But it was, we definitely outplayed them on the day and hopefully that's laid down a marker for the season. And yeah. Klopp, and, Klopp yeah. now has every domestic trophy. And the only previous Liverpool manager to achieve that? If you say Bill Shankly. I'm not saying Bill Shankly, I'm saying Kenny Dalglish. Oh, is he going wow. to Liverpool to achieve that? Wow. So wait, wait, uh, wait. What, what, what one did did uh, did Shankly not win? Shankly did not win the League Cup. Bob Paisley did not win the FA Cup. Wow. But also, who gives a shit about the League? Cup? <laughs> Frankly, silver, silver on the board already, baby. That's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Final specialist today. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, that, that's going to be your claim to fame, huh? <laughs> Tops won everything, baby. That's all I can say, apart from the Europa League. And you know, I'll take a pass on that happily for the future. Well, okay, fine. You be that way. <laughs> anyway, no, Liverpool did definitely look the better side in that match. Uh, you know, I, I I hesitate to point out though that the winner of the of the Community Shield rarely ever wins the title, so. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> okay. And that's Man City. You've only won it once in the past, like five, six years. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, how was your uh, how was your summer break while we were uh, uh, on me, a little I, hiatus? I did very, very. Well. I admit that I just basically ignored preseason. Just you know, kept a few tabs on transfer news, and I went up to Scotland um, for a week for the for a campsite. Three days of uh, Celtic shirts. <laughs> but that has been preceded by three days of Rangers shirt. So, you know, it's a wash. <laughs> oh, boy. So where were, were you, like, anywhere close to Glasgow? Or? Um, True, which is, I, I think, like 20, 30 miles. Okay. So, yeah, it, 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 it checks out. So. Uh, so on the first day of my summer break, I hung out in front of the drugstore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And on the um, second day of my summer saying. vacation, <laughs> no, I, I, I lied. I, I totally am going to do the Cheech and Chong bit, <laughs> summer vacation. Yeah, here bit. we go. Um, I'm going to say the interview music here, interval music, is going to be waiting for my man, right? <laughs> <laughs> on the third day of my summer vacation, I got a job telling people not to hang out in front of the drugstore. <laughs> <laughs> But no, uh, seriously, uh, I, I didn't do much. I didn't go anywhere. But except uh, I will say that we had uh, quite an experience, uh, my son and I did, because we went, and I can't find the tag now. Damn it. <laughs> now, that, now that I need it, I can't find Oh, here it is. I, I we uh, That shot of your desk is beautiful. Oh, oh, God. Yeah, I know. I, I'm getting yelled at to clean it, too. Uh, we went... We went to a pop-up shop between, um, it, it was a joint effort between Saturday's football and outfit in LA where they're, you know, trying to, um, promote free, you know, community football leagues and a, uh, and a retro, you know, vintage kit, uh, reseller from London whose name is eludes me right now. 
but uh, I went there on a quest to find a particular shirt. I did not get it, and nobody has emailed me back about it. I did find a peach of a shirt, though, which I, uh, I, I, I did drop 120 bones for that one. Uh, a, two, a 2003 Celtic home Lars, Henrik Larson shirt. Well, that, that, that is a must-buy, obviously, isn't it? Come on. I, I, yeah, I saw that. I was, yeah, I mean, yeah, my son was like, yeah, no, you have to get this. <laughs> like, you absolutely <laughs> must get this. And I did, and I don't regret it one bit. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Liam picked up a couple, too. Uh, he picked up random old Aston Villa and Newcastle shirts for reasons I Bye. can't describe. But you know what? He likes them, and that's fine. Uh, we Any saw... names on the basket? <laughs> no, no, no names on those. Uh, no names on those. Um, it, and the Villa shirt was out of a dude's personal collection. He he just laid it out. We we're like, uh, do you? Are you selling this? You know, it was like uh, my man. So uh, yeah, so we ended up getting that. Sweet. And uh, yeah, but there were so many vintage. I mean, I sent you some. Uh, I sent you some Liverpool ones, and I, I know you oh, yeah. had to take a pass on them. But uh, you know, I, I I I was looking out for you, my man. Hey, I'm always good, grateful for that it's all good. But all uh, good. so many Eric Cantona shirts, so many Eric Cantona. I mean, I I can. Are you, are you saying that the United Glory Hunters have quit? <laughs> well, you know what? There was this one a hole that was there when you know he was he he claimed to be a big Chelsea fan, and I said, "Hang on a second. I went and grabbed him. A Jim Floyd Hasselbank shirt from like nineteen. I'm gonna say oh, either it was either from like I think it was like two thousand. Yeah, it would be it'd be sort of early two thousands because Hasselbank was at Leeds, I think, and then yeah, it, yeah, it, it was so, yeah. So he he passed on. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, you're you're a fan, my guy. You know, it wasn't <laughs> even that much either. Uh, the most expensive shirt there I saw four hundred and thirty dollars. Oh. For Whoa. an old, for an old Spurs shirt. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, it had the old badge on it, and that, that it, it, it's kind of expensive getting your materials to clean the car these days. Then you say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just could not believe that uh, that, that that what I saw. Yeah, it had a. It was a Hummel Holstein. Spurs shirt. I mean, I, oh, I don't even know when that was. When would that have been? Oh, uh, late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, maybe that's why. Man, maybe that's why it was. But we saw. Yeah, but we we saw like okay. original NASL jerseys with the tag still on them from the nineteen seventies that weren't going for that much. But uh, we did see. Uh, we did see you know, like a uh, super Kev Phillips. Uh, <laughs> Sutherland <laughs> shirt, uh, an ML Heskey Lester shirt. Wow, yeah, it, it, yeah, amazing, huh? With the, with the Walkers, uh, yeah, the Walkers the Chris, late ninety side there. Yeah, so yeah, just a, a, amazing uh, what we saw. We saw some uh, Derby County. I, I passed on a Germany on a Germany Podolski shirt too. I, I kind of want to, but you know what? Here's the problem though: is a, a lot of the white shirts, a, a lot of the white jerseys were kind of filthy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, beat. ooh, yeah. Or they, yeah. yeah. But you know what? It, it was a great experience. I had fun. And, you know, that Larson shirt must grab. 
So, yeah, so was was this shirt worn today when you were down the pub to witness the opening game of Celtic season? Uh indeed it was. And uh, my honey got to wear my my uh, my Kyogo shirt because I ended up grabbing one on clearance because it, because I you know what I am coming around to the new Celtic shirt though I I'm starting to come around to it but you know what you know, I, I think last you know, year's the, shirt was better. That that photo you sent me. She wears it better than you. Ooh, let's not uh, let's not be around the bush. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did tell you about the the birthday gift I got her. Is this fit for broadcast on a pub? <laughs> yes, Even it this is. Podcast? Yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. It, it is. I, I I I procured for her for her for her birthday a uh, the Stella McCartney Arsenal hoodie. Nice. Yeah, nice. That, that Adidas put out. So yeah. So I had to, I had to grab that one for her, but uh, yeah, and uh, I, I I saw a lot of people uh, wearing the new Celtic away shirt, which I am getting one of those, and I'm I'm gonna get a Maeda for that one. Yeah, I saw a lot of Celtic away shirts, and yeah, it, it seems to be the if it, if my small sample is anything to go by, it's the choice for Celtic fans this year. No, that shirt is mag- the, the, their new away shirt, the black with the 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 green uh, stripe, you know, the kind of uh, green stripes yeah. on it. I tell you what, should, should we save this for next next week? This, yeah, this, we should uh, maybe save this for the fashion show. But uh, anyway, yeah, we were. I went down the pub to watch uh, Celtic kick off, and a absolute fucking screamer from Jota sealed the deal uh, over Aberdeen two nil. Uh, Rangers unfortunately won yesterday two uh, one away at Livingston. Uh, but both Hibs and Hearts won, so uh, the Roy family from Succession uh, <laughs> will be very happy. Oh wait, or do you not get that joke? Have you watched Succession? Uh, I, I I've seen one episode of it so far. Oh, I, I have to spoil this for you now, though. But it's yeah, that's fine. It, I, it's, I will in, it, it's in a couple of seasons, though, from where you are. So you'll you'll if you're starting from the beginning, it's in like the third season. Ah, cool. Where, That's where, cool. where, uh, okay, so uh, Roman Roy, you know, played by the McCul, you know, the 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 the, the Culkin brother, uh, Kieran yes, Culkin. Uh, yeah, Kieran yeah. Culkin, I think. Sure. Yeah, him, him and this guy that they're trying that they're trying to do business with, uh, he he gets into the his head to uh, buy a uh, a football club, you know, the uh, a football club for for their father, you know, get bringing in the family business, mm-hmm. and they buy they buy hearts. Heart of Midlothian. They buy hearts, and the whole episode, they're they're all excited about it, and they go up to to, to Logan Roy, you know, uh, Brian Cox, you know, the, yeah, uh, the, the, yes. the uh, you know the, the 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 patriarch of the family who's kind of you know losing his faculties in in, in very many ways, and you know they they're very excited. It's like, Dad, we bought hearts, hearts, yeah, you know, hearts, hearts football cl- club. Yeah, yeah, you know your 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 childhood club. It's Hibs, son. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think lo- it's I, so an joke as well. I, lost- might be an I think that's Brian Cox's team as well. Because I lost, I lost my mind when I heard it. Okay, well, <laughs> I'll bring this up here in a second, and and, and then this is just a great line where he where <laughs> Roman just goes, "Are you sure, Dad?" <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, oh yeah, I yeah, that is like, I, I lost my mind for like ten minutes. Like we had to pause because I could not stop laughing at that. I cackled. 
It's like, yeah, that, that, they, they, that was a joke for a very specific audience, and that very specific audience was me. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. Most importantly in Scotland, though, for friends of the show, the Mighty Partick Thistle promotion bid is off to a hell of a start at the usual kind of bete noir of grounds, Dense Park, Dundee. They beat them 3-2, up the Thistle, come on. Okay, Best so here, you okay, so so getting back to that for a minute. So, um, is, is there like a uh, a run of Hibs and Hearts fans from Dundee because both uh, Brian Cox and his character are from Dundee? Um, I I cannot say because I'm not a local. <laughs> is, is my honest answer? Because I mean, there are at least two other clubs in Dundee that we know of. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of clubs in between Edinburgh and Dundee. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, Andrew Postlecoglu continues to rock hard. And, uh, yeah, Celtic win 2-0. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I think uh, I think Hibs and Hearts is next week. I don't think, I think you I might saw, be right. I think I heard that uh, on the broadcast. But, uh, anyway, this is summer, and we've had a three-month transfer window so far. Well, yes. at least it started early, anyway, because the World Cup, you know, fucked everything up. Yeah. Hey, FIFA, fuck you. So, uh, John, I, I would like to, uh, on, on the subject of transfers, I just want to, you know, come clean and, uh, you know, just uh, bear, bear my testimony to, to the world. I, um, I have accepted Jesus into my heart. <laughs> And uh, I, I'm, I'm here to spread the, go the, the good word of, of, of the Archangel Gabriel. And, <laughs> and here we go. go. So, yeah. so, so what we're saying here is you found your own personal, personal Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> and you are reaching out and touching things. That's right. We are reaching out and touching Thank you, Dave, for the joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dave? Dave Gahan? David Whittem. David Whittem made that joke this oh, morning, okay. so we have to steal it. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. I would say not David Gahan, because I think Martin Gore wrote the, <laughs> wrote the words. Yeah. So, yeah. But in, in any event, uh, shout out to uh, the late Andy Fletcher. <sighs> Damn. Still. That hit. Uh, it did. So did Bill Russell today. Bill Russell's good. Bill, Bill Russell, Nichelle Nichols, Bernard Cribbins, David Warner. Man, it's, uh, it's been horrific. This has been an awful week. Oh, you yeah. know how else? Died? Paul Sorino died this week too. Oh yeah, Paul Sorino. Yeah, jeez. Ah, damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In any event, uh, yeah, Arsenal out of the blue did major business this summer. Arsenal, this is, they they look to have a plan, which I have not been convinced they've had in previous years. Yeah, I right. I mean, they, yeah, they have. They they appear to have. A goal in mind and you know the fact that they i mean they managed to get two players from city because you know Oleksandr zinchenko as well yep and you know matt turner looked okay in goal in the preseason friendlies i saw absolutely and and the win yesterday um uh, my man that was an ass whooping yesterday and you yeah. know i, I, I want to go back to scotland for a second too with uh celtics transfers remember what i said i would be happy if they got two out of the three low knees of jota cameron carter vickers and dyson maeda and they and Ange signed all three to permanent yeah. deals my goodness yeah. again good business got up that that's your transfer window secret go in with a plan 
Otherwise, you end up being Man United. Yeah, Man United. Uh, yeah, okay. So they, they managed to snake, uh, you know, Lissandro Martinez from a good signing. I would, I think, I think he's definitely going to improve them. But the thing is, they are stuck with that whole Frankie De Jong saga from Barca. Well, they're that, stuck with this whole Cristiano Ronaldo saga too so far. Yeah, that that one. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it's a, it's been a bad fit for player and club, as I think I said at the time because it looked it from the outside well yeah. I, I, I was a fool who thought that they might actually do something with it and uh well you, know. <laughs> you look good after the first game after that <laughs> yeah buddy scored it you know whatever it was 13 goals but he did not he he messed that team up good and proper in terms of style well i think you could say the same thing for juventus too because i mean I, got, I mean they, yeah. they've now lost paulo Dybala. Man, that that's a great signing for Roma. There, is. there is a player who has been wasted by Cristiano Ronaldo and his club. And you know, and you know, Juve got Paul Pogba back. Oh, whoop! Uh, torn meniscus in preseason. Already, jeez. Oh, that's not good. That is not good. But I mean, can we also talk about how Man U have let Paul Pogba go to Juve on a free transfer oh. twice? <laughs> But it's even funnier when they paid what was it 100 was it 90 or 110 million to buy him back from that? I, I remember 90. Before. I remember 90. But I also remember at the time saying that you know they also got Zlatan on a free, so really they kind of got a deal. In there, you know? Yeah, but I'm looking at it going, yeah, you know, the whole Pogba thing. It is a candidate for the single worst transfer that I have ever seen in my life. I don't know, man. I mean, I think. You 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 know, you know you pay him one of the highest wages in the world. You pay, you know, you I I don't know. It, it's got to be over two hundred million they spent on his time there. He it was not the only success he had during his time at the club. Really, was in the France shirt. Yeah, he, yeah you might it, be right. You know, it, it's if you're paying that much for a player, you need he has to be a difference maker. He has to be you know absolutely top class. Guarantee you. You know, either you know you dominate the midfield, you provide assists, you provide goals, you are a difference maker. And God, I mean, you know, it was all summed up by that game they got hammered five 0 in Liverpool, where he came on, lost his head, and just got and got sent off inside fifteen minutes. It was horrific. Well, you know, you know, moving on, uh, you know, who's been doing some okay business actually has been Chelsea so far with their new American owner. Um, Todd Bowley of uh, the Los, you know, the owning the ownership group for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, Raheem yeah. Serling, uh, Kelly Ducola Bali. Okay, okay. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I, I think we'll come back to this in the main topic, but they have lost players as well. Yeah, they lost and Rudiger to, yeah, they've lost Christensen and uh, and Rudiger, yeah, which. Big losses for the way they play. So I still you know. think Christian Pulisic needs to leave Chelsea, though. I, I think if he's going to advance as a player, he needs to leave Chelsea at this point. And I am not alone in saying this. Stamford Bridge is a forwards graveyard. End of story. <laughs> I mean, Didier Drogba seemed to do okay. He's the only one. Uh, they've been looking to you know replicate what he did for decades. And not worth it all, you know. You're talking what you know. Look, look at you know Lukaku scored goals elsewhere. 
Timo Werner, the Bundesliga goal, you know, goal scorer supreme, yeah, apart from Lewandowski, but they, you know, Torres. Well, not anymore. <laughs> not Lewandowski yeah. anymore. He, he's gone. Yeah. He went to Barcelona. He's gone. Yeah, again, I, I might come back to this later. But, yeah, it's been... Uh, I, I don't see Chelsea doing as well, but, again, we'll come back to this Yeah, later. we'll come I, back to that, but, I mean, there's there's been a lot of... Those are the ones I've asked for, really, but, again, we can, we can come back to that later. Spurs have, admittedly, been doing some biz. I, I will say, they'll. although, you know, they also picked up Richarlison, which... <laughs> the social media game's going to be good at least you know <laughs> I mean there have been some wild, I mean there have been some wild transfers though so you know it, it's going to be interesting it, it really is going to be interesting and of course you know all the leagues are starting this you know all I mean England's going to be starting this week as we uh, as we get ready uh, yep. to, as we Friday night for this Friday night. Uh, I'm actually going to be in another pub watching that game. Cause that's on in two yeah. in the afternoon. So I'll, well, I'm going to a different pub. It'll be a different atmosphere, but you know, you know, let, let's hope it goes better than your Friday night game last year. Right. Eh? Oh boy. Yeah. And on that note, uh, unfortunately sometimes we have to do a serious note on here and uh we're going to be doing a serious one right here as a uh particular arsenal player is getting named in some very credible allegations against them yeah it's yeah it's not i mean mean, well i mean we'll name the player because the name's out there Uh, well i I, I won't do it just in case because i don't know the uk libel on this i'm playing safe baby um it, it is a player I would argue at this point the approach should be, you know, having pick up a quiet injury or something or a family matter, anything. But, you know, you know, while, while these allegations are hanging over them, they really should not be in a first team shirt one way or the other until it's proven either way. And, the, you know, at that yeah, point. I, OK, so we won't name the player because, you know, the, the, nothing official. And apparently, you know, investigations have been. Uh, mm-hmm. Investigations have uh, by by police in England have have cleared this person, but it is a player for There's Arsenal. One but there are several. There are several. Oh, okay, fair. But until we get something official, official, and really official media, I have not seen much of. It's been all no. it's been all social media. But yeah, it seems I'm, credible. I'm and it, it seems credible, and I don't think that this person should be getting played in the Arsenal shirt or otherwise while this is going on. Absolutely. And yeah, if you want to look on social media, you can, you can probably find it quite easily, but yeah. And until it's either way. Well, until we have something official, like somebody gets named in the media, you're right. You maybe we shouldn't be naming names, but just know that we are aware of this. You can make yourself aware of this. And uh, yeah, and speaking as the Arsenal fan of this podcast, uh, yeah, this person should not be getting played yeah. on the pitch um, while this is going on. And yeah, I'm, I'm I'm disgusted to hear of the allegations. And this, yeah, and this is as I hope we'd have made clear over the years, absolutely a consistent attitude for us on this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't pull punches. You know, nope. even if it's, I, you know, the, the last time I pulled a punch. Where this was concerned, it ended up biting me, uh, as far as an athlete goes, and yeah. I did, and I was wrong, and I was wrong at the time. Yeah, you know, well, you know, I'll just come on and say it was about Ben Roethlisberger. Or this other I thought it might be, and you got to learn, and you learned though, right? Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. 
Paul Van Suarez back in 2011. You know, not necessarily played well, Conda there, but you learn and you move on and you should be a better person and you should be improving your judgment from it. So, yeah, and yeah. I did, and I, I have confessed this many times over the years that, yeah. yeah, I was completely wrong on that, So, and I, I shouldn't have been. But with that said, uh, we, we are, we are uh, hurtling into the new season. John, do you have any other news items we want to bring up at this time? Uh, no, no, I think I'm good on that. All right, well, in that case, coming up, today's topic – Likely or unlikely, 2022, John and Jeffrey ponder what might happen in the season to come, and you could play along at home, too. Please stay tuned. With the second half of episode 70 of the Busting Balls podcast. Yes, it's a traditional season opener here. Likely or unlikely, 2022 to 2023. John and Jeffrey ponder what might happen in the season to come. And you can play along at home too. Now, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, first of all, thank you. Second of all, uh, the format here is that basically uh, John and I have a bunch of possible scenarios that will happen during this season that's coming up, and we we don't say we don't say yes or no. We say whether it's likely or unlikely to happen. It, you know, that gives us some plausible deniability. Every year we say we're going to go back and uh, we every year we say we're going to go back and, 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 and review this at the end of the season and we never do it. <laughs> Maybe, because we know we talk so much shit, let's face it. <laughs> I mean, we are just a comedy football podcast, so, you know, uh, although one of my questions is kind of dark. I'm, I'm just going to say this. It, it's okay. really dark uh, considering uh, – Related to a news item we discussed in the first half. so. Uh, but if anyone wants to hold us to account at the end of the year, do feel free. We uh, will own Okay, so who's going to start us off? All righty, I'll, I'll, I'll go with the first one. Okay, you, you start us off. All righty, here we go. First question, Cristiano Ronaldo, does he play a competitive minute for Man United this season? Likely or unlikely? The way it's going right now with uh, both Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, and now Atletico Madrid especially, saying, uh, yeah, no, um, I think it's going to have to be likely because he won't have any other choice. Yeah, I, I, I think I would go to that, even though I do not think he will fit an Eric Ten Hag team at all. Yeah, it's becoming apparent that Manu had no plan at all, and uh, it's coming back to haunt them somewhat. Which is a shame. <laughs> uh, 
Speaking of uh, Eric Ten Hag, Manchester United will not finish higher than fifth place, even under new manager Eric Ten Hag. <laughs> this was close to one of mine. <laughs> yeah, I, I know um, we, we always are. We're going to have some some ones that are going to fly a little close to the sun. This, yeah, I I mean, for me, I think this is almost entirely going to depend on the London clubs here because I, I think the top two will be settled this year. Same as last year. They were too far ahead of everyone else. So bar the sort of injury crisis we saw with Liverpool a couple of years ago, top two are done. That leaves, you know, Chelsea, Arsenal, Spurs. Are Chelsea a lot worse than last season? In terms of personnel, yes. So they're vulnerable. Spurs have done a lot of good business. Arsenal have done a lot of good business. I'm going to say that they will be a better side than last year. They look a better side in preseason. But I think they finish sixth. So I'm going to say unlikely. Which may be wishful thinking on my part, obviously. Wait, wait, wait. So you're thinking it's unlikely that they will... Oh. That they will not finish higher than fifth? Sorry, likely. That, yeah, likely they will not finish higher than fifth. I'll give you that. Yeah, I, I'm going to say that as well. But as you mentioned, yeah, it's the London clubs that are going to be the difference makers here and how they do. And, uh, well, you know, of course, there's always a threat of Leicester City. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did I say that one out loud? I, I, I apologize. <laughs> Well, hey, Jamie Vardy needs to earn his keep after his wife lost her court case this week. Oh, oh, so, uh, so the the uh, the wife of the current manager of DC United has has won that case, huh? Oh yes, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and the judge was quite frankly scathing about Rebecca Vardy in the in the ruling. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but, I'm sorry, I, yeah. I am not regarding Lesser City with anything after. After last season, so but never you know you, you never can tell. All right, uh, I think uh, you're up next. Alrighty, it does stay, stay the pressure with this one. Okay, Liverpool and Manchester City break ninety, both break ninety points yet again. I'd say highly likely uh, the way they'd be going. Yeah. I'm I'm going exactly with that. I think it's likely. I don't see. I, I think they may get a couple less points because I think you know the. Maybe Spurs, Chelsea, again, Arsenal might take points. But, yeah, I, I think they were both here at least 90 for me this year. Okay, well, uh, sorry, I had to give uh, your club a, a little bit of a kicking here. We, we, oh, we, that's we, unusual. We've already, done, we've already done the Manchester United uh, burial segment uh, for, the, uh, for, for this segment. Um, Liverpool are going to struggle over the course of the season with the loss of Sadio Mane. Now, I know I wrote this before the, chair, the Community Shield match uh, took place. However, I will make my case that this, that is one match versus over the course of a 38-game season, plus Europe, plus the FA Cup, plus the League Cup. See, obviously, I might be biased here. I'm going to say unlikely but not necessarily for the reason you may think of. I, I do think Darwin Nunez will be an absolute star this season. I have put him in my fancy football team because I am that confident on it. But my actual basis for this is that we are going to see that World Cup in December. And Liverpool's best players, you know, uh, I think Diaz, Nunez, Nunez and Salah are not going to that World Cup. Therefore, they will be fit for that second half of the season. I, I, so, I might have a question relating to this. So, 
Yeah. So I, I think they will do just fine. So I'm okay. going to say. I'm going to say, you know, that, that, one's, uh, that one's a toss-up because, again, you never can tell. And if they hit an injury bug like they did two seasons ago, that may be a difference maker right there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. So, so hang on. No, 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 no. That you, your, your art is on the fence there, my friend. Come on. You have a likely or unlikely. Okay. Give, fine. On, I, give it say, you know what? I'm going to say likely. Yeah. I'm going to say likely <laughs> because I think Sadio Mane is one of those players that may be, you know, a, you know, a hard bridge to cross. You know. Okay. With all okay. things considered, so. I, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to stay on the subject of Sadio Mane here. Sadio Mane beats Robert Lewandowski's goal tally from last season. Likely or unlikely? Unlikely. Robert Lewandowski was a system player that really fit that system. And boy, did he reap dividends. Now, now is he going to, now is Lewandowski going to match that at Barcelona? Hell no. I I don't think he is, but I don't think Sadio Mane is going to, I think he'll do really well. I don't, yeah. you know, depending. I mean, right now, as, as we're recording this, uh, you know, they're beating Leipzig 3-0. In the, and Mane uh, has scored here. And Mane has scored, uh, which re- relates to another question I have later on. Actually, I'll, I may ask that one next. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I don't think... Lewandowski in that Bayern team is just a... It just fits so well... I don't know if it's going to. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I just I, I you know um I don't I, I think it's unlikely Sadio Mane will match or break uh, Lewandowski's goal scoring record. Yeah, I mean Lewandowski had I think thirty five goals last season if I'm not mistaken. Might might be more, but uh, yeah, I, I would agree it's unlikely. But I think he'll have a damn good shot at it. Certainly before the World Cup, anyway. Okay, here's another question. I, I, I So here's a, a related question. I actually have two related questions Whoa. to this. Okay, but I'll only do one for now. Uh, Bayern Munich will not win an 11th straight Meisterschale, and it comes down to losing Robert Lewandowski, likely or unlikely. I'm going to say unlikely, because I had a related question to this as well, which was mm. Bayern Munich win by less than 10 points. I do not see Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich right now, Germany is a really nicely set up uh, football country. It's got a really nice, you know, it doesn't allow for big money to come in and suddenly tilt the playing field. But the playing field in German football is always slightly tilted towards Bayern Munich remaining at the top and kind of rotating cast challenges coming up. But they haven't had, I, I think they've, they've, only had like one team within eight points of them in the past decade or something like that. So I don't think anyone is close enough to actually make a challenge. Someone might come a bit closer than last year, but I do not see it. No. So I'm going to say unlikely they do not win one. I don't think um, Dortmund or Leipzig have done enough to close the gap. Uh, I definitely think that that's, yeah, Dortmund, I think, are hosed this season. I think they're going to be lucky to make a Champions League spot, quite frankly, the way that they're going right now. Um, Leipzig, well, again, now I have a related question, so I'm going to hang on to that one right now. I'm going to say just the odds, I mean, I, I get that Germany is set up for them, but the odds of winning an 11th straight title 
are astronomical. I mean, if they're going to, if, if any team's going to do it, it's going to be them. But, yeah. you know, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say unlikely just because I, I think, you know, it's a, it's a new season and a new era. And remember, Robert Lewandowski was a major, major part of them winning those 10 in a row. Mind you, he was only there for eight of them, but, you know, what an eight they were. Yeah, I just don't – there's no new Klopp in Germany at the minute for me. No. Fair. No, no one of that caliber. And I may have a question about Jurgen Klopp later on in the program. <gasps> Outrageous. <laughs> All right. Okay. Your turn. Here we go. Darwin Nunez, going back earlier – Outscores Erling Haaland over the course of the season, likely or unlikely. Ooh, I have a I have a Holland question too. Ah, uh, you know I'm going to say unlikely because that's kind of what Holland does, and I know Darwin. That's kind of what Darwin Nunez does too. But there's so many other goal scorers at Liverpool still that I think it's going to be a lot more evenly distributed. I think they're going to, I think city is going to find that uh, they're going to be relying on Holland more often than not. So I'm going to say unlikely to that one. Fair. See, I, I'm going to, I'm going to edge to likely as you might have anticipated. I could do. Wow. <laughs> I'm shocked. Simply, but not, not because I, cause I think, I think Nunez is a much better fit for Liverpool than Haaland is for City. Haaland will score goals because City, but I think it's more that City, their style of play isn't exactly suited to his strengths. You know, it was you could see it in the game today. They didn't release the ball when he was making his runs. They need to release the ball sooner rather than retain possession. And I, it doesn't quite fit. It, it, it was like um, when Ibra was at Barca and the Pep or Torres was up front for Spain and uh, um, at, at the Euros and the World Cup. They they will get their share of the goals, but they do not fit the team. So I'm I'm going to stick my neck out and say likely because I, I I think Darwin Nunez could end up top scorer in the Premier League this year. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have throw this related question. I'm gonna go back to my other one about Germany here in a second. Cool. Erling Haaland will dazzle the Premier League, but will not be able to make up for losing Raheem Sterling and Gabriel Jesus, likely or unlikely. Oh. I, I, again, uh, it's because I'm, I'm judging it on t- on today and on stuff, but they started with Jack Grealish today, and Jack Grealish, like he he might be able to retain possession but he doesn't provide the kind of incisiveness, incisiveness that Sterling did. Alvarez might make up for that because um, he's... But I, I I, think he will look good in patches, but I, I think the system they play will hold him back a little. So I, I'm going to say... I'm going to say likely because he will score his goals, but I don't think he makes City overall a particularly better team for his presence. Okay. I'm going to say likely as well, but it was, but I'm going to caveat that because it was, it was pointed out to me that Erling Haaland will also not be playing in the world cup. Indeed. This is a fair point. 
So uh, that might be a difference maker down the down the season. So, so I'm, I'm going to say likely, but you know, yeah, there's an X factor there. That's cool. Okay, on again on summer transfers, Paulo Dybala exacts a punishing revenge on Juve with th- at least three goals against them over their two games. <laughs> God damn it! I also have a I have a related question to that one too. <laughs> God damn it! We 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 are we are skirting so far and so close to each other. Um, I'm not gonna say three goals, but I think he he will w- definitely want some revenge against uh, Juve, especially since they basically hosed him in the wake of Ronaldo coming in and yeah. basically wasted him. Really? Oh, completely. I think it's uh, he's horribly wasted uh, over that whole career at Juve. They just didn't use him well. And he is, I think, a world-class talent. Oh, I do too. I do too. And on that so, note, here, I'll, I'm going to move this one over to my next question. With the losses of Paolo Dybala to Roma and Giorgio Chiellini and Federico Bernadeschi to Major League Soccer and Paul Pogba already having a torn meniscus in preseason, Juventus will not make Champions League spots this season, likely or Ooh. unlikely. Ooh. There is a lot to know when Juve this year, but I just think they are, at heart, a strong enough team to at least make fourth spot. So I, I am going to... I know it was this, all the spots quite close last year. I'm going to say unlikely. I think you they will make it, but I think it may be in one of the two lower spots. I'm going to say likely, and I think Roma's going to overtake them. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I'm just going... All, all, for all of uh, Jose Mourinho's, shall we say, uh, theatrics last season, they made a whole point extra. So... Well, I think we hold them back. You know, uh, at the same time, though, Dybala is a player who could be a difference maker under Jose Mourinho, too. This is true. This is true. We will see. So, okay. Okay. All righty. Okay. Here you go. The Japanese embassy to the UK is moved to Parkhead. A likely <laughs> or unlikely. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say it's unlikely just because I don't think, uh, the, the current government would, would, would stand for, uh, moving the entire Japanese embassy to paradise. But, um, <laughs> but you know, at, at the, you know, at the same time, you know what, uh, we didn't sign any more. Something did not, has not yet signed any more Japanese players in this window. Yeah, but how many more do you need, man? I mean, look at it. I'm just likely, because where else would you want to be in the UK? Let's face it. <laughs> and then Glasgow, right? And, and, and Absolutely. Then All right. Uh, I'm going back to a question I uh, I, 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 I delayed. Uh, even though it seems a little facetious right now, given that they're getting washed by Bayern, but RB Leipzig will be able to parlay winning the DFB Pokal last season into something more this season, likely or unlikely? Oh, well, like the thing is it putting it to something more is, is only going to be you're either winning the league or you're going to go very, very deep in the champions league, like semifinals. So 
I don't see either of those happening for them. So I will lean to unlikely on that. Yeah. I, you know, we have seen it, though, where a team has been able to parlay winning their domestic cup into winning the, the league that next Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've had countless uh, examples of that. But, yeah, I think at this stage it, it is pretty unlikely, sadly. All right, so I'm now going to I'm going to stay in Scotland with mine. Okay, the old firm, and this is between them in Scotland, lose five or more games to other Scottish sides. Ooh. Um, I don't have last season's table in front of me, but didn't they do that already? They, they weren't far. He, so okay, we well we know at least two losses by Rangers were to Celtic and one Celtic loss was to Rangers. So yeah. we blank those. Ooh. Oh, SPL. Yeah. Here. <laughs> oh boy. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Celtic lost three games in the league last season and Rangers lost three games in the league last season. And three of those, so three of those were among the the old firm. Yeah. So okay, I'm gonna say unlikely <laughs> with with the evidence in hand. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say yeah. It, it's obviously it's mostly a case of it, is the rest of Scotland gonna get a little bit closer to them? So I, I'm just gonna go likely in just frankly because I don't know how long you can maintain those, that kind of standards when they haven't done that the past two years. Well, I mean, I guess we'll see. Uh, I, I'm going to follow that up with a related question. Uh, Anja Postacoglu will continue to be an absolute mensch, likely or unlikely. Um, inevitable, I think, is the word there, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the answer is yes, because he, he fucking rules. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're going to All righty. Okay. I, I'm going to stay in Scotland with mine here. Okay. The Loch Ness FC kit gets mentioned on the fashion show yet again. Um, I think once again, that is an inevitable, not a likely or unlikely question. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> and, you haven't seen it yet, have you? <laughs> actually, I don't think I have, come to think of yeah, it. That, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking we're all there. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, and that episode will be coming up uh, in the next episode or so. Hey, I'm liking it. Yeah, ne next episode or so, uh, we'll we'll do the we'll do the fashion show. Uh, okay, um, I, I'm going out of Scotland now. Chelsea are going to find out what Arsenal and Manchester United have already learned. What being under a new American sports investor owner is actually like, likely or unlikely? <laughs> oh, I think that is extremely likely given their ownership. My God. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's they have not got that kind of bottomless pit that they had, you know, with Abramovich's money. So they have they have not done good business. Of, you know, they they I mean, have they, lost they put players. Raheem Sterling. Yeah, Raheem Sterling is good, but Raheem Sterling has had a long career already. You you've got to ask how much has he got left him and how much he can lift that side. They still haven't solved the problem of having that consistent goal scorer. Um, they've lost, uh, was it was it Christensen, I think, has gone? Yep. Um, Alonso, Barca are making eyes at Alonso. 
They Rudiger's gone to Real Madrid. To, Rudiger was absolutely magnificent for them last year. So I'm going to say it's likely that they find out it's going to be a little bit tougher for them this year. Although, even though I think Tuchel will save him from falling too far because he is that good as a coach. Is he though? Because I saw that four nil washing by Arsenal in pre. It's, yes, it's preseason, but you know. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not. I'm not taking too much pre. If if the results persist into first couple weeks of the season, he's he's usually good at picking them up defensively at least after a few games. So I, I think he can raise their game a little. Well, I'm going to answer. Well, yes, they are going to find out what it's like being under an American sports investor owner because hey, they have one now. But I, oh, think, yeah. but I think we all know what the implication I was going for was, which is, yeah, we they may be in for a few lean years here. Yeah. Uh, with, with all things considered. So, yeah, I'm going to say right. likely. Okay. I, th- I think the last question I had on Scotland here, so just to return oh, a little. Still, we're still in Scotland. Great. <laughs> kind of, kind of, we're in Scotland and we're in Europe, so, you know, it's, it's we're, we're not practicing here totally. So a Scottish club makes the quarterfinals of a European competition this year. Ooh. Remember last year, Rangers did make the final of the Europa League. Yes, so, they did. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna call some bullshit on someone I saw in in, in the Daily Ranger. I mean Daily Record. Sorry, <laughs> calling out Celtic for benefiting without VAR. But you know when they were in the Europa League or Europa Conference in the Europa League, they didn't have the you know they had VAR, so they weren't getting the benefit of calls. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you, buddy. That's all I'm gonna say. No. You're, you're playing the rules that are there at the time. End of story. And, and, and also, furthermore, Celtic traditionally do well at Parkhead, but if they go outside, uh, 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 do well in Scotland, they go outside of Scotland, they're they're not great. I'm hoping that we're going to see a difference there this season. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. I think the way that Ange has the team. But anyway, um, I'm going to – you know what, though? The thing is that the odds are – what is it? It's It's Celtic in the Champions League. Rangers maybe in the Champions League, I think. Uh, I, I think they're in qualifiers, aren't they? Yeah, in qualifiers, well, and yeah. then like, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm, I am going to say unlikely. I am going to say unlikely. I don't think it'll happen, and that includes Celtic. Yeah, I, I, I don't. If if it happens, I think it will be the Europa League, but I, I don't see it happening two seasons on the trot at all. So yeah, I'm going to go with unlikely as well. Okay. Uh, I'm going uh, going back to uh, back down to England. Nottingham Forest will be this year's Brentford, who were last year's Leeds, who were the previous year's Wolves, likely or unlikely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I had a very similar question, but I, I think it can still about you. Um, I think it's very likely because Forest. I think if you remember last season, they started last season horribly. They new did. manager comes in, new manager, and absolutely turn that around. If if he'd been in from the start of the season, they would likely have just come straight up. As it is, they almost did. So I I think they will be very sharp. They still got the shape of the team from last year. They made in, made improvements to it. They played good football. They tested a lot of good sides at the City Ground last year, as Jeff may well remember. <laughs> And frankly, even I remember because they did really well against the ball. So they're a really nice side to watch. So I'm going to say, yeah, 
Likely. I, yeah, I, like, I like Forrest. I, I think uh, uh, the only thing that may be holding that up is if Mitrovic has the form that he did for Fulham this coming season. Yeah, I, um, I, I just don't. I just see Fulham. I don't know if Fulham got that game to come up, and, and Mitrovic did not do particularly well when they came up last time. So, um, yeah, I, I, I know my friend Steve <laughs> is a fun spot, but I, I just don't. I just see them struggling again this year. I, right. I think Mitrovic's right. level is Championship. Understood. Talking of Championship, Steve Bruce is still employed by West Brom at Christmas. Likely or unlikely. Well, hang on. What was the result of Middlesbrough earlier? Because I didn't see that result. <laughs> oh, look at this. This is this is cheating. Do your research before we come on here. Oi. Oi. <laughs> oh, it's a one-one draw. Okay. Um, you know, it's Steve Bruce. You know, you never can tell with him. I think I think he'll go to the end of the season before getting sacked. So I'll just say likely. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to go for the fun of it. I'm going to say unlikely that he's still in point because, frankly, I want to see it happen. <laughs> for no other <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious here. Um, speaking of which, uh, my next question, this will be Harry Kane's final season at Tottenham Hotspur, likely or unlikely? Ooh, I, that, that's, a, <laughs> that's a nice one because... Let's face it, uh, there's been no talk about him at the start of this season, whereas obviously two years ago, or last year, in fact, sorry, Man City went for him. I think he will have at least another year after that at Spurs because Spurs have got a, you know, Conte coming in is for them. They, they look so much better side for it. I, I, I think they will give him Champions League football again next year. So I think he will be happier to hang around and... Okay, it's, it might well depend on you know how Ten Hag sets up. You know, did if if Kane was would make eyes at North for a big contract up there, or you know, in two years' time when Haaland probably moves on to Real Madrid as he wants to do, would they be looking for Kane again then? So yeah, I'm going to say unlikely. Yeah, I'm going. I am too, to be honest. I think that uh, I think that window closed, and you know, well, I mean, let's face it, Kane benefited for it this time around luckily for him if nobody else but luckily for him um yeah i'm gonna say that is unlikely as well cool okay newcastle united parlay the ill-gotten riches into a european spot likely or unlikely you know they really did actually improve under eddie howe uh last season yeah um, so you know what? Um, it may be the conference league that they're sniffing, but yeah. I mean, that is a, a technically a European spot. So you know, I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna say likely. <laughs> You've got there again, right? I'm sorry. Say <laughs> it again. You, 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 you You've, got your, You've got your faith in Leicester doing really well again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm. I mean, I'm going to say likely because I think Trippier should be fit again this year, and he was playing really well for them before he got injured. So, yeah, I, I, I'm just going to say likely because they were a much improved side, and again in January they they have the if they're in the position they have the finances to improve yet again. So yeah, I'm going with likely on this. Okay. Yeah. Fair. That that, that sounds good to me. 
Um, I am actually going to, you know what, I think I'm going to strike this uh, question here because I don't think it fits the tone of what we've been discussing. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think maybe <laughs> that, it's, it's a little bit too dark at this point. <laughs> let's just <laughs> let's just put it that way. Um, okay, so here, I'm going to start a uh, an interesting conversation. Um, the World Cup happening in November and December instead of the summer will cause disruption with the top clubs, and we we may see some new champions across Europe, likely or oh. unlikely. Oh, I had a related question on to the start that. Oh, it's a very good question because you've got a lot of players there, and mm, I am going to lean to unlikely purely because of the imbalancing competition we had last year you know, with the you know with PSG with Bayern a Real Madrid ever going to go lower than second in in Spain you know uh, again as pointed out key players like Haaland um aren't going so i'm i'm going to lean to unlikely on that you know i I'm going to lean likely just because I think there will be some disruption. I mean, as you said, Liverpool has a lot of their top players not going to the World Cup, uh, yeah. but also Holland not going to the World Cup. And I'm sure that this case is true across across the European leagues. I'm just focusing on the European leagues right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I do think that, uh, you know, what, I'm with the MLS. <laughs> what effect is going to have on the MLS? <laughs> <laughs> Well, the season's done in MLS by the time the World Cup kicks off. So, oh yeah, but they'll, they'll all be knackered at the start for the start of next year. Well, they, won't. <laughs> they don't start until March. <laughs> yeah, they'll be fine. Oh, they'll that's be true. Fine. Yeah, they'll the be US are only going to be playing three games anyway next year oh, <laughs> in the World Cup, oh, which okay. brings me to our next question. This was a segue. Wales, as they have done in all their previous major tournaments, advanced to the knockout stages of the competition. Uh, in the group with also England and the USA. Oh yes, and, and Iran. Uh, let's 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 not forget about Iran as well. Um, <laughs> Come on, Jeff. You know you want to say some shit here. Let's uh, have this. You know what? You know what? You know what? <laughs> fuck all y'all. Remain voting. <laughs> uh, fuck all y'all. Uh, excuse me. Not remain. Fuck all y'all. Leave voting countries. The USA is top in the group. <laughs> oh, I'm loving this. Okay, this this and is one that we have a winning. Running. And need I remind you, we have a winning record against England in the World Cup. So <laughs> that's what I'm gonna say. Well, you can do that to England if you want. I don't care. <laughs> you are so, okay. you are English. Okay. Just admit it. <laughs> oh. Oh, my dad's oh, English. Yeah, yeah, my okay. dad's English. I'm not okay, that one. okay, okay. Yeah. I am, but, but frankly, Newport is not, and now has been English. So fuck y'all. <laughs> your mum, Jeff. Your mum. <laughs> We're back, say, folks. <laughs> so, do Wales go go through in second place then, <laughs> or do Iran? Ah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, anyway, no, unlikely. <laughs> USA, 
Uh, I'm going to say racing certainty. We've got a powder puff group. <laughs> We're going to go with nine points, take them all apart, <laughs> and then fall apart in the second round. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, I have a, uh, I have one here. The World Cup will be a disaster of untold proportions leading to a revolt within FIFA, likely or unlikely. Oh, isn't that just a dream? Isn't that just... You know, <laughs> yes. FIFA just falls apart over the most corrupt incident in its history, even though I, I see that uh, Blatter and Platini have been exonerated by a team of very good lawyers. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> um, sadly because I have no faith that FIFA will ever be reformed and that the people who are at fault within it will always find a way to survive and find a way to make money in the game. I'm going to say unlikely, but I would love to see it. Yeah, unfortunately I am too, because I think there's going to be too much money involved and too much money will get made and that, that's how that goes. So yeah, I, I, I too say unlikely to that one. Sadly. All right. Okay. So here we go. And then this one related to a match from yesterday on the Friday. Burnley not only get promoted, they get promoted playing entertaining football. Well, um, I'm going to say unlikely just going by Burnley's history. But I did not see yesterday's results. So. Oh, Burnley won. Burnley won 1-0 away. And and where was the entertaining football in that? Um, they played very well, actually. They have Vincent Company in charge there now. Oh, you're kidding me. Vincent Company is managing Burnley. Oh yes. Are you wow? Well, okay. I'm gonna say unlikely, but holy crap. Okay. Uh all right. <laughs> that may yeah. be one that might be one to watch then. I, I, I would say so, and I, I'm just going to go likely because I think company is, is likely to change the football, and Burnley have um, cleaned out a lot of the players from the Dyche era, obviously for wage reasons alone. So I'm, I'm going to go with likely for that. Okay, okay, fair. Uh, going in the other direction, Schalke 04 will be a yo-yo club going back down to the Sveita Bundesliga this season, likely or unlikely? Oh, well, it, it's easier, I think, to stick in the in the Bundesliga than it is to stick in the Premier League, um, simply because the money is not such a vast gap to make up. Well, but, and also, there's also the, uh, you know, the fact is that, you know, if you are finished third from bottom, you get to go into that playoff. Yes. So, so there is that I, I, too. I, this is why I, this is exactly the reason I am going for unlikely because I think they will finish third from bottom at least. So wow, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be brave. Um, I'm going to say likely just because the last. I mean, yeah, they they had that incredible run that unseated Saint Pauli at the top of this fight of Bundesliga. Grumble, grumble, grumble. But um, you know, it's uh, you know, I, I I you know, I just don't know. I I, I think it's likely. You know, I, I hope I'm wrong because they are a classic club, but I think I just think it's likely at this point. All righty. <laughs> okay. On a related note, 
the mighty St. Pauli storm to their rightful place in the Bundesliga. Oh God, likely I hope or unlikely. Well, you know, they they uh they they had a great comeback uh last week uh against uh, oh who was that? Shit. Now I can't even remember who they played last week. See how I, yeah, see I am such a professional, aren't I? <laughs> Absolutely. I can tell you that they won today. Yes, so. they did. Oh yeah, uh 4-3 against a uh against a Zreita. Oh wait, actually wait. Okay, no. They they played against a Riga Riga Regional Liga West club. 4-3. Oh yeah, they beat Oh yeah, they uh Hano it was against Hanover. It was a, a, a winner, a, an equalizer at the death against Hanover. That was a good game. And they beat yeah, Nuremberg. And, you know what? And a winner at the death today. Yeah, they, yes, they did. So, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I want, I'm going to show some optimism. Likely. Go St. Pauli. You know what? Just for the same reasons, I want to see it happen. I'm going to say likely. And you have to dream in football. Let's face it. Yes, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Uh, this is going to start getting a little more randomized as we go on. Um, the Women's Super League has a new TV deal in the USA. Uh, CBS, uh, they've, they've been picked up by CBS Sports and Paramount+. Plus. Uh, we will see a major Women's Super League match shown on American Network TV. That is actual CBS sometime this season, likely or unlikely. <laughs> Okay, so C- CBS does it. What else does it have the rights to here? Uh, CBS also have um, the NWSL. Mm-hmm. They have Scotland. They have uh, Syria A. They have the Champions League and Europa League. Ah, yeah. Okay, so they they have they have places to fill. What the hell? I want to see it happen. I, w- I want to say that's likely because I think it should happen because the women's game is traditionally where the U.S.'s big strength is in the sport. So let's go for likely. Right, but the, I'm talking about the English Super League. Oh, yeah. The women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and let's face it, you know what? I think they they may be able to do that because they'll have name teams like Arsenal, Manchester City. And Liverpool are back up. Liber- this year. Liverpool are back up. Man United. You know they have name clubs, even though yes, it is the women's, but it's names that people will recognize. And yeah, I'm. I'm now, I was going to have a related question here about uh, <laughs> which, which I will actually ask in the next one. Okay. But but yeah yeah I I I, I want to say likely because the standard of the women's game is. I said it, it it has improved so much as well for the TV money coming into it. So yeah, I, I again I want to say likely on this. You know, I'm gonna say likely on this too. And and furthermore, I mean we've had it now in this country where two different European league matches were going on on actual American network TV at the same time. Because we no. had because we had a um because at the same time we had a uh, a Premier League game on NBC while ABC through v- ESPN was showing a, a Bundesliga game nice. at the exact same time on American TV, regular oh American network TV. Sweet. Never, you know what? It, it, even five years ago, I would have thought that was a pipe dream. You know. <laughs> 
Oh, oh man. So is it, is it you saying unlikely or unlikely? I'm saying likely. Okay, cool. We're going book. Okay. Here you go, then. The Lionesses run to the finals of the European Championships leads to a resurgence of the women's game in Great Britain, including higher ratings for the matches that are shown on the BBC. Oh, shit. You know, I had a, a pretty much exact question, of, although mine was a little bigger in scope. Um yeah. To encompass the USA in Europe because of the success of the whole Women's Euro Tournament. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, it, I should say at this point, you know, it has been on the BBC. It has excellent ratings, particularly for the summer, and it has filled that World Cup hole quite nicely. I mean, well, it's, it, it's been on ESP. It, it, it hasn't been on the ESPN Plus streaming app. It's been on actual ESPN2 this wow. whole time. I think, and I, don't quote me because I haven't looked, but I think the the final is actually going to be on ABC, if not if not ESPN two, but it'll be on ABC. Maybe uh, um, I'll, 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 I'll have to confirm that. Actually, so. there's a footballing rivalry. England versus Germany is what you would want from that tournament, and frankly, the two teams. Okay, no, I'm wrong. It's actually good. It is it is on the main ESPN. That's still impressive. Yeah, it, it was not that on. Is. Yeah, it was. It was not on ABC. It was on the main ESPN. But uh, you know, so I mean, that scratches a question I had. But um, you know, I, yeah, you know what? Likely, I think. Yeah, I think the women's Euro has just. It, yeah, it's been a magnificent absolutely. tournament. I think it's going to do wonders for the women's game. World and and I think as well. You've you've seen Ian Wright and let and I will say this. You know, I don't want to put a man's voice privilege in it. But he has been such an advocate for the women's game as well. And his first thought after that semi-final was not, yeah, we're in the final. Because obviously, although obviously he was happy, it was, we need to make this, you know, last. You need to ride this wave and make make this game better. Well, I mean, <laughs> so yeah, awesome. I mean they, they've been doing well in, in, in ESPN because the, 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 the two major commentators for that have this whole time have been Ian Dark and uh, Julie Foudy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we have had Jonathan Pierce do us do one of them, but no, the other the other is a main. We have had female commentators. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, Ian Dark, I think, is a fantastic commentator. I think he's he's been Absolutely. great on this, and you know, Julie Foudy is like the veteran for ESPN for calling women's football matches. You know, yeah, absolutely. So, all right, uh, here we go. I'm going to go in a, in, a, in a direction you may not have expected. Uh, with Luis Suarez and Arturo Vidal going to Nacional in Uruguay and Flamengo in Brazil this window, we may see more name South American players currently in Europe go back to South America, likely or unlikely. Purely on the basis that if you're in the prime of your career, the money is currently in Europe. Um, I I will say unlikely because the the players in Europe are either in the prime of their career and would not want to head back home or they have too, the links to Europe too strong. So, you know, I don't see Lionel Messi being particularly keen to move back to Argentina quickly, given that, you know, he's been in Europe for most of his life. So there was actually an item that that was saying that, you know, there were he may go back to Barca next season, but there was Part of that item mentioning that he he will he does want to go back to Newell's old boys at some point. 
Oh, finish the career then. That would be interesting. Um, yeah, I, I, I think we'll see a lot of players go back to end their careers, but I don't think there's any of the more sort of the players at the bigger significant clubs who are in at that kind of stage of their career where they go home just yet. Okay, um, I'm going to counter with there was. If you recall, there was that report that uh, Brazil is finally going to be instituting a Premier League system. Indeed. So but I, I think, think that, that will, I, I think rather than sort of send that talent back home, I think it will more enable them to sort of keep that talent in Brazil. So I, I mm. it might stop the flow coming over, coming in, but I don't think it'll you know it'll get the players going back just yet. Not until it's established, anyway. You know what? Yeah, I mean, it's true. You know what? When, when you put it that way, I do think it's unlikely as well. But, you know, still, those are two big names that have now gone back to, to South America. It, it is. Two, two great players. Uh, but, you know, Suarez in particular is right at the end of his career. Yeah. So, uh, how many do you have left at this point? I have... Uh, one, I, I've, got, I've got four here. I, that I four? To, Shit. I've only got, like, two. Okay, well, well, it's all right. It's all right. I, I, I'll definitely give you the last question. You, you'll love the last question, I'm sure. Oh, I'm, I'm sure you'll love it. Actually, wait, no, I have three. I'm sorry. There is. Oh, there, there you go. And, that's and, right. and, and I scratch one because it, it is very, very dark. Okay, I, I, I'll think about this afterwards. All righty, okay. Everton's run in the top division finally comes to an end with a relegation. Oh, you know what? After seeing them, I don't know. We we can't put much stock in. We can't put much stock in preseason, but getting washed four nil by Minnesota United, yeah, while also wearing a kit that deserves to have you relegated, <laughs> which we will cover next time. Oh yes, we will. <laughs> oh yes, we will. Uh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, that team stinks. Uh, I mean, they can't even. And, and they don't even have Richarlison at this point, which good luck, Spurs. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. yeah, I'm gonna say it's very likely that Everton are going to end their their time in the. Uh, yeah, I, I mean Lampard got Lampard got a lot of coverage for installing some resilience in them, and I I really didn't see much of that. He he had them drop deep and defend a lot and kick the opposition. I don't think he's got the manager on nice to get them out of that over a full season. So I'm going to go with quite likely that they had done as well. Okay. Uh, I'm going back to um, South America for a second. All righty. Uh, already into the quarterfinal stages, Palmeiras will win a third consecutive Copa Libertadores, becoming the first Brazilian club to do so, matching the feat set by uh, Argentinian clubs, Estudiantes La Plata and Independiente in the 1970s. Likely or unlikely? And I'm going to point out uh, Independiente actually won four in a row. Four in a row. Or how? Who else is in the... Who else is left here? In the Copa? In the Copa, yeah. Uh, I okay, let, let, me pull, let me pull that up. Uh, give me two seconds here and I'll pull that up. Because I, I would say Palmeiras, I, I would happily say Palmeiras can start as favorites here. Okay, so uh, your for, your quarterfinals, your your quarterfinals are Corinthians versus Flamengo and all and all Brazil tie, 
Uh, Atletico Mineiro, another Brazilian club, against Palmeiras. Velez Sarsfield against Talerius Cordoba. And Atletico PR, I don't know that team, against Estudiantes La Plata. Uh, Estudiantes, Frank's side bottom's favorite club. <laughs> <laughs> Have you never heard the Estudiantes song he did? Uh, I don't think so. I just, oh, yeah. right. I'll, I'll, I'll leave you and our listeners to try it then because it, it's, yeah. <laughs> uh, what the hell? Well, if. It's a hell of a feat to do. But in playing temporally. What the fuck? I will say they, they've got as good a chance as anyone of doing this. So, yeah, yeah, I'm going to say likely. What the hell? You know what? They Paul Merritt has become so good in the last few years, and they're currently also top of the Serie A in Brazil, too. Yeah, exactly that, too. Uh, and they've, you know, they won the, uh, they won the, uh, the, the Polista, you know, the, uh, the state, the state campeonato already this season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Why not? Shout out to, shout out to uh, Chris Damaseno. Uh, yeah, likely. Uh, I will point out that nobody has done this since then. The closest has been Boca Juniors. They won three out of four in two thousand, two thousand one, and two thousand three. Oh man! All right. Okay. Here we go. The oil money clubs finally break their duck, and one of them wins the Champions League. Unlikely, fuck that noise. We can go with that one. I'm, I'm with that. <laughs> I'm going to go unlikely because no one wants to see it. Let's face it. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, here's one for you. This one may be a little bit of a curveball. Welcome to Wrexham will be a bigger draw for Netflix than Arsenal All or Nothing will be for Amazon Prime. Likely or unlikely? <laughs> well, frankly, who wants to watch Arsenal? Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. <laughs> but no. Yeah, um, I don't know. You know what? I don't know if I want to relive last season. There is more... Uh, no offense to Arsenal on this one because uh, I, I think they'll they'll be a good side to watch this year, but there is more of a story to Wrexham. I I know there's more of a fairy tale story to Wrexham. You know, you've, you've got the Hollywood glamour there, and you're a club that has been on its uppers for a long time. So, what the hell? I'm going to say likely. I, you know, I, I'm going to say likely too, but it's not because of the, the awfulness of Arsenal or anything like that. It's more to do with the fact that there's more the appeal of, you know, Ryan Reynolds and Rob, what's his name from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia yes. being, being the stars of this. So there is actually, you know, that, as you said, the Hollywood glamour as being part of that. So I think that will be the draw for Netflix. But, you know, then again, the Sunderland series has been a hit for Netflix. Too, so you know, yeah, and I mean Netflix. Netflix is the big name in the streaming game here, so yeah. Alrighty, okay. All right. I have one more left. Okay, I have two. And All right, go with my penultimate one. My penultimate one will be the first managerial casualty of the Premiership season happens before Halloween, likely or unlikely. Well, isn't that usually how it happens? Yeah, likely. Cool. I'll, I'll give like yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make a guess as to who it'll be, but yeah, that usually is how it happens. So yeah, I'm gonna say likely. Okay. Cool. I'm done with that. Okay. And I have one more after. Okay. Cool. All righty. Come right, on. Here you go. Bring no. on that last question. Okay. You, uh, you want me to do my last one? I'll go. Let's do it. Well, no way. Is your is yours gonna be a funny one? Because mine's a funny one. 
I, I like to think it's a funny one, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. My my final question. Jurgen Klopp will have a nose job further unsettling his look after ditching the glasses, likely or <laughs> unlikely. Well, he's had an eye job. He's clearly had a teeth job. Let's hit the full set, Jurgen. I am going with likely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go unlikely because I don't think there's actually anything wrong with his nose, but yeah. <laughs> so, nothing wrong at all. All righty. Last question, and I like to think of it as a comedy one. There is a St. Totteringham's Day in 2023. You motherfucker. <laughs> you knew it was coming. Motherfucker. I wanted that. I've been leaving that Arsenal one all the way to finish on. <laughs> that's it that's it this is the last episode of busting balls <laughs> um fuck it likely let's go for let's go for broke this oh, i'm, I'm loving your dream i'm loving your dreaming i am gonna say uh, i'm actually feeling yeah. good i'm actually feeling pretty good about this season see if, if it was if i was originally thinking do i say arsenal in the champions league spot because i think that can happen i think that has a hell of a shot of happening I think, I think it's mildly unlikely from my point of view because I think Conte has really improved Spurs and he's made some astute signings, but then so has Arteta. So I think it's going to be really, really, really close again this year. Yeah, I mean, it was only one point last time, so... Yeah, well, what, what the hell? Let, let's go likely because I want to see your face at the end of the season when that, if that happens. Damn right. Damn right. You, you know, Jeff is going to be six points down by the time, at least. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just, yeah. Cancel my, my, clear my calendar the rest of that day because. <laughs> the rest of that month, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, this has been episode 70 of the Busting Balls podcast. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at Busting Balls Pod. Email us, bustingballspod at gmail.com. You have been listening this through our native SoundCloud feed, soundcloud.com slash busting dash balls, or the PWOM podcast network, soundcloud.com slash pro wrestling only. And you can find us on Spotify, search Busting Balls podcast. Um, yeah, the summer break is over, and uh, we are back. The seasons are starting. They've already have started for some of the leagues, uh, mostly lower leagues, and Scotland, uh, as we discussed in the uh, in the first half. And uh, yeah, I, I look forward to um, I look forward to this season. I look forward to going out to the pub to watch matches more. I mean, oh, yeah. we've already been doing this, and. Uh, yeah, so it's it. We've already had the uh, we've already had the community shield. So uh, this coming Friday, uh, I will be back at a pub, watching Arsenal's season kick off against Crystal Palace, and then I'll be going hopefully, to and then I'll be and then I'll be, <laughs> yeah, and then I'll be going to a comic con, and then I'll be taking the train going to uh, McCormick Place for the com for uh, the C two E two Comic Con. So because uh, that's uh, this weekend as well. So yeah, it, it should be fun. So. John, any last words? All I can say is, welcome to the Darwin New Year's era. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know it's going to be that kind of season. Oh, boy. And with that, it's good night from me. And it's good night from him. We'll see you in a few weeks. Good night. <laughs>